Welcome, Sacramento, to your State of the Republic podcast. My name is Luis, and today I am joined by our podcast mom, Sharon and Jared. First, let's go all the way over to Arizona to Jared. How's it going, man? I was doing good here. Um, it's uh, quite a warm day here in Phoenix. A uh, great day for the uh, Phoenix uh, Pizza Festival. Bella getting full of stomach and beer. And, ha- and of course, we've got a whole lot of news on the roster uh, moves from yesterday to cover, plus uh, some other topics. Sharon, how are you doing? Oh, Jared, thanks for the toss. Uh, you know, right now I'm doing great. I did a trash cleanup this morning. My head's been filled with dreams of what the team's gonna be like next year and i think i finally my heart is finally healed a little bit from the knowledge of the roster bye-byes you know the the fire sale as you call it um you know and and man it, it it's always tough because we you know you fall in love with these guys that you see what their capability is and so i'm looking forward to talking about um some of the things, you know, I know there's not much to talk about for the guys that have been let go. It's not like we can bring them back. You know, we can definitely appreciate what they've done. And I know Luis will probably mention that in the Golazos of Gratitude. But Luis, how are you doing? I'm doing good. And, you know, some of the guys on the list, which we will be talking about here shortly, I'm not in agreement with, but that, that was to be expected, right? With the, uh, a team letting go of a lot of players, there's always going to be a good handful of them that, you just don't agree with, but at the end of the day, right? We we only see him on the pitch. We don't really see what goes on day to day. So, you know, there there's that as well, right? Just a a little uh, thing there for everyone who who might be a little bit mad at any particular decision being made there. But yeah, I'm I'm doing good. It's a weird Saturday for me because there really isn't that much soccer, right? I mean, there's some European soccer in the morning, but I mean, with no Sacramento, no Cruz Azul because of the uh, international weekend it doesn't even feel like a weekend so i i i really? hope we see less international weekends yeah o- with the game oakland? being yesterday oh oakland and rgv i mean we're going to be glued to the tv uh you know to espn plus there's going to be an evening mm-hmm. osaka to watch because we're going to be rooting for oakland i i hope you're going to watch that Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good point. You know, I yeah, we gotta <laughs> watch the, Roro. We gotta watch Roro. We gotta watch um yep. Emra. Emra. And did Matt did Colorado Springs know they didn't pass through? No, so, Colorado didn't make it. Yeah. Okay. So so there's some good. stuff, there's some stuff out there we can we can take a peek at. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, thanks for the reminder. Yeah. And you know, with Sacramento being out of the playoffs, it's almost like I mean last week I definitely was tuning into the playoffs, but Dude, yeah. you're like soccer's <laughs> dead to me. Soccer's just dead to me right now. I'm so over USL Champion League. I'm it's like dead. It's like no, Luis, no. We can cheer these other teams on, you know. <laughs> you, you know, yes. I, I I think with with it being international break and you, I I right away just got into the mode where all the leagues are shut down. Well, except MLS, you know, because we know MLS doesn't really care about it sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I just, I had that mindset. But yeah, okay, thank you, Sharon. Now my, my day might, might be <laughs> might be better. Uh, you know, I, I need some soccer in my day each day to, to function properly. Yeah, so yeah, now you, I'm so glad I gave you something to look forward to. You know, besides us, you know, I'm glad we're recording on a, on a Saturday because then, you know, the Sunday just gives us all that chance to breathe and relax without a whole lot of, you know, stuff going on and get ourselves fresh for the week ahead. 
So it's really cool to, so if anybody's listening to this podcast and it's posted later on, it's a Saturday and it's a foggy Saturday in Sacramento Valley, except for Jared, who's in a different kind of valley and he's in the heat and the sun. We're not. Yeah, it was easily about 87 or 89 degrees out here. I mean, I was definitely sweating, waiting in those lines, but. Uh, Rub it no. in. Hey, hey, we, we had fog in Chandler a couple of years ago and I was able to get pictures of it. That just made me miss the fog from back home. <laughs> that's so funny yeah yep it's broken sunshine right now i have i can the, it's fog in and out right now so oh, whatever well, it, it's pure sunshine in modesto so sharon if you want to come down to this area to 209 it's it's just sunshine we actually we don't have fog right now so that's that's great you realize I really wish everybody lived closer because I would love to get together periodically and just, you know, like go grab a bite to eat or go like yesterday. They had two good um, places here in the Sacramento region for watching the USA Mexico match. And I would have gone to either one of them and it would have been fun to go with you all. Um, Cause it just, you know, we, we talk so much soccer on the pod and then to go enjoy something not Republic together would, would just be a blast. And you guys are, you guys are, you guys are fun to be with, you know, at the end of the day. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll definitely be planning something and, and we'll have to work around with Jared, right? Whenever you get a cheap flight to Sacramento, let's go. That there doesn't have to be happening anything right that weekend. Yeah. Even if there's no game, we could always uh, plan something out and, and maybe invite some of the players that are still in the area and catch up with them. Maybe do a little, live recording i'll bring out a mic and we'll see how that works out <laughs> uh, you know actually talk, talk yeah. to someone like that yeah that'd be kind of cool in person <laughs> that'd be cool yeah i'd be down i just have to figure out schedule and everything like that that'd be fun yeah if you ever come visit family or anything like that you know we're make sure we're first on the list yeah so are we gonna dive into uh the g of the g's Yes, let's dive into Galals of Gratitude. I'm really excited to hear your sharing because you, you you told us before we started recording that there's something special that you're going to be saying, and I want to hear it. I haven't heard it, so Jared and I, we're going to be genuinely reacting to whatever it is that Sharon is about to say. So, yeah, how, how, <laughs> you have us. Let's start with you. <laughs> All right. So, so here's the deal: Galals of Gratitude, and we've mentioned this person before, but I think it's bigger now. We've mentioned Connor. We have mentioned uh-huh. Connor before, and uh-huh. this one is even more so. I think he, the his the podcast. I think everybody needs to. If you haven't listened to the podcast on a routine basis, he's getting super good at pulling back the curtain and sharing in, inside information, stuff that you want to know when you want to get closer to the club. And right now. The, the, the one that he did with Todd Donovan was probably the best podcast and best interview he's ever done. Yeah, he's done good ones with Mark Briggs, but this one with Todd was killer. The questions that he asked, he pinned him down and he asked the questions we would have asked. And sometimes I think, oh, my God, he's listening to us or he's he's so much a fan, just like we are. He knows what an outside person wants to know of the inside workings. So. So it's like a two-part thing. It's it's Connor and it's their podcast. And I would tell anybody, and I want to make this a regular feature, that if you haven't listened to the podcast, the breakaway that, Sacra- that Connor does for the Republic, do it. Because this last one, like I said, 
curtains came back. You saw the inner workings. You saw the brain of Todd Dunavant. You, you, you were able to hear, you know, all the details you would have asked a question about, you heard it. You know, he didn't, even though Todd didn't name names of certain players of, you know, why they were let go, he l- stated the reasons. And, and Connor was part of getting Todd to talk about that. And then at the same time, Todd heaped praises on Connor, basically saying, you've really grown. You've really made the experience for the Republic and for the fans even greater. And I look forward to someday, you know, who knows, maybe we can interview him, podcaster, he can interview us as a podcast. It would just be, you know, like, uh, all I can say is two parts, Connor and the podcast, Golazos of Gratitude, right side by side. And then we could talk about, you know, what Todd Dunavant said as far as the um, the players that have been renewed or leaving and are on standby. So that's mine, you guys. All right. Well, for, uh, first of all, as far as uh, Golazos of Gratitude from this week, first of all, I definitely want to give Golazos of Gratitude, and I know I've mentioned this uh, for the past week, but thank you very much to the CW61 commentators for drawing the ire of Roro so, so much that he scored that Golazo seconds later and ended up uh, counting toward the demise of the Phoenix Rising FC that last weekend. So thank you very much, fellas. <laughs> Woo! Sorry, I had to let that one out. I haven't let that one out. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it had to be said. It, it had to be said. And then, of course, also, um, uh, really, I mean, th- thank you to everyone with the Republic FC staff this past uh, season, whether it be at the Heart Health Park or those that had made the, the road matches. Yeah, it's, it was definitely a great experience. Um I hope we can make it even better this this coming year. I mean, I know we've got a whole lot of stuff to delve through as far as uh, transactions go. And um, re- really, I'm, I'm hoping we can get a, an early start, you know, back, back to starting in March like we used to. And uh, if we can get a home match on Mar- March 26th or even better, March 27th, I know that uh, might be a little bit out of y'all's hands, but if you would be able to just get a home match, around those dates, that would be even a bigger grade of uh, gratitude there. Um, I mean, really, that's all that comes to mind right right now. I mean, we'll just have to see how uh, tonight's matches go, and we'll just go from there. Excellent. You know, that's all good. And, Luis, I sure hope to goodness you give the galazos of gratitude right now to the guys that, you know, were not signed. So I hope that's on your list. Yeah, that is actually number one on my list uh, is for all of them. And, you know, it, it, it's always sad when you see those uh, social media posts that, you know, the guys do and, and even other guys in the past, right, where they start to thank everyone and, and all that, because that's that's when it really hits you, right, that they're not coming back, right, at least for the following season. And so, yeah. it, you know, it's it's sad. But at the same time, I think it's good when you see him do that, right? It really shows their level of gratitude that they have towards the team for uh, all the amazing times that they had with them and so you know that 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 was great and and of course you know we have nothing but just a lot of thank yous to all all the guys that you know aren't going to be coming back next season because they all they all brought us something at one point or another right some of them a lot more than others i mean there's there's some that you know they were still kind of new to the team i think that that are leaving we didn't really get to see much of them but others that 
I mean, we, we not only saw them on the pitch a lot, but we even got to know them as a person, right? We frequently spoke to them at games and all that. So, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's it's a bittersweet feeling, right, at the end of the season, right? Because you get some players that are coming back and then some players that leave. But, you know, we, we have to really thank them for what they did at the club. And then also for Connor as well, right? Just like you mentioned it, Sharon, I was also listening to that interview he did uh, with Todd and it's really great that he asked those questions and also that Todd actually answered them, right? Because, you know, throughout the season, we talked a lot about the team maybe not being as open to talk about a lot of situations, right? And and how we we weren't used to that, right? Because in the past, they've actually talked about other things that have happened and we as the fans i mean not that we're asking for like every single little detail of any little thing but at least i we want to hear something well i i, I wish we could right? <laughs> i wish we could also find out how much they got paid and all that but that might be a little too much <laughs> yeah. um you know that they're not california employees otherwise we, we there'd be a way to find out how much they get paid <laughs> um and so you know, it's it's just good that he spoke about all those different things and he gave some of the reasons even not to go into too detail, but at least saying why some of those players may have not, you know, had a chance to be renewed. And one could only kind of draw your own conclusions as to what may have happened. Right. But at least you have a general idea of like, oh, this is kind of what what they were looking at. And really, at the end of the, at the, end of the day, uh, after you know a season where you don't qualify to the playoffs, I mean it's not too surprising to see that you know we we get let go of a lot of players, right? Because the the main uh, objective of, of at least making it to the playoffs just wasn't even met. So, but yeah, the hard, yeah. The hard one for me though, and I know you're doing your galazos of gratitude, but one of the hard ones for me of the contracts not being renewed, and I expected a whole lot more from him was Pete. You know. I, I, I saw him and I was like scoping the minute they dropped his name year, you know, last year, I was like, so I was scoping him. I was stalking him on his Instagram and the, you know, the, the Finnish teams pages. And it's like, all right, this guy's the real deal. He's, he's solid. I just don't know that he had a chance. He stood a chance in the system and, you know, I, I don't know what else you know, I don't know. I just, that's the one that really bums me out about the contract options not being renewed. And then the ones where they're out of contract and now free agents, the ones that hurt me the most, are the ones where I knew their significant others, like I knew Rafi's significant other, and I knew Jordan's significant other. And oh my goodness, you know, it's kind of like when you know the, their heart. Um, and I just want to give them a, a big shout out, special shout out, you know, on the, on that end. And then of course, you know, Andrew was one of my big time favorites, just as a person, yeah. I loved Andrew and just really have to thank him so much. And, you know, I know we're, we may talk a little bit about why or whatever, but at the end of the day, it's nothing, you know, it's, there's not much more to say. They're, they're going to be gone. We'll follow them. Always follow them. We, you know how we are. As fans, once you fall in love, quote, fall in love with a player, you actually keep an eye on them and you watch them, you know, as they as they go on in their career, whether like with Jeremy Hall, you know, he went back to Toronto and he's part of the the club over there. And then, he, you know, he married his love of his life and they had a baby boy and we follow him. I mean, we 
we follow them. We're following billion, you know, for that matter. We're keeping an eye on everybody who matters to us and we're dropping them comments. So once you've played for Sacramento Republic, you're always Sacramento. You know, you're always welcome here. Now. With one exception. Yeah, I was just going (laughs) to say the same thing too. What if he comes back? I mean, like you guys, what if they have amending of the fences and amending of the ways and he returns to us? How is that going? I mean, Uh I doubt it'll happen. There was no mention of him whatsoever at all. He was a loner. And now there's nothing at all in any of the discussion. So, Connor, if you're listening to us, can you kind of go find out a little bit about Mitch? Tell us, find out, you know, because that's kind of a big unknown. I mean, we Mm -hmm. see the fact that we're going to be in negotiations with Quayle, but there's nothing about Mitch. So tell us. Sure. Yes. Yeah, but, uh, please do. Cause I think that we should find out something like there should be something. Oh. Said. <laughs> uh, it wasn't on the uh, list. Uh, it's like, there was no discussion of a renew non-renewal of a contract option. There was no discussion of, you know, continued loan. There was just nothing. It was a big blank and gosh, darn it. We're curious. Humans are cur- curious. The one thing about humans is we want to know about other humans, you know, that's the most exciting thing, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> so it, it is just, pretty worrisome. I just want early notification of uh, when that press statement goes that we, that we drop a uh, Mitch. <laughs> yeah, it, was, you, you got that printer ready, right? Full of ink with a good quality paper. So you can. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, they, they can mend fences all they want, but he basically dropped the deuce on the fan. So I'm, I'm, I don't care. I'm, I'm done with them. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And, and a lot of fans are like that. And I know the team, the team's got to be aware of that situation, right? And how people felt that day. And so, yeah. But there are some, there are some fans that don't feel that way. You know, there are some fans that, that still value his soccer. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know about the, the personal thing, you know, and because let's face it, he's tearing it up in San Antonio. He's doing good. So, I mean, his soccer is still good, but the chemistry here at the time wasn't. So it's like, just tell us, just get it over with, rip the bandit off. Let us know if, if he's up or down, in or out. But I'm sorry, Louisa, I interrupted your glasses of gratitude. Keep going. Oh, <laughs> uh, good. So I just thought of one more, and this one goes out to, to the whole team, basically, right? Because I, I really appreciate that they're still communicating with us on social media, right? Even doing some giveaways here and there. Uh, it's It's really great. That's awesome. Keep keep at it, right? Don't let your social media have like a week or two weeks of like nothing because we we as fans appreciate to hear anything that's going on. And, and you know, I got to say also that it's great that they, as much as it's sad, right, that we're finding out all these different things, I think it's good that this is actually happening early on because I think this is actually saying a lot of what we can expect for next season and that they're already mm-hmm. planning early communications yeah there and and good communications because this was early these communications came early and and it's nice it was nice so Luis was referring to the conversation you know and the planning ahead but number one the conversation that Todd Dunavant mentioned is they hope to have everything wrapped up buttoned up by January and doing announcements all through the winter up until January when they start bringing the guys in. They start bringing the guys in for a normal season 
the guys typically start coming to town if they're not already in town. They start coming to town towards the end of January and they get them situated in their housing, you know, and their roommates and all those other wonderful things. So hopefully we'll hear wonderful little droppings of, and we get to start like peeping all the new guys that they're going to be signing or maybe guys that they did get you know, a contract with like Cuello, it's like, okay, now we're really going to go hard on him and, you know, and all, all that. So. Great. Well, yeah, these are really awesome ones and and we can't wait to keep giving more thanks to the team next season. So please keep, keep up the good work and allow us to continue to feature you here on, on the segment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I agree with you, Luis, a hundred percent, you know, the, um, Social media, the you know, you're a marketing expert. You know that the social media drops have to happen frequently in order to keep everybody engaged and, you know, to grow the fan base. That was one of the other things that Todd said is, you know, really need to get the fans. We really need us now. You know, they're going to put a better product on the field. They're keeping Mark Briggs and the coaching staff and the, 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 and he's, they were so dedicated in their speaking to make it even more so to get to know the fans. We said that we felt like we were kind of left behind this year. Remember we had a couple mm-hmm. podcasts where it's like, we were feeling left out and mm-hmm. we didn't get to know the front office. We didn't get to know the players. There was a lot we didn't feel interacted with and to hear Todd and Connor say, mm-hmm. you know, no, it's going to be different. You know, we're looking forward to, more experiences with our fans and getting to know our fans a little bit more. And we really want to appreciate the fans upcoming season. It's like, thank you. We've been, we've been wanting that. We've been waiting for that. And that, that would make all of us, you know, folks feel way better, you know, cause we support. And so however we can bridge as a podcast and as people of the podcast, let us know how we can help bridge all of those conversations or all of those interactions because let's face it Luis is a marketing uh, wizard I mean he already mm-hmm. has the skills and the and the degree and then Jared and I are just well Jared's not old I am and so we know we kind of know what we like and we have the, those opinions and Jared knows you know he's been mm-hmm. around the sporting world a, a lot longer he's a, he's been a fan of many different clubs and he knows what mm-hmm. he likes with respect to fan experience communication on social media now is the way to keep us engaged. Um, and then inviting us in have, you know, the old days, there would be just like these random things like, yeah, show up at such and such, you know, we're going to be at the market, at la la la. And we're going to, and it's like, that's so much fun when we know that y'all are going to be there and you're going to have players there, you know, coming and going like the four guys that are sticking around, although Dan's back home in Ireland, he's, been posting on social media that he ended up watching the international match but um so he's back home but we still have Luis Felipe hanging around um uh-huh. we have Duke he's probably going to hang around he'll probably go home for the holidays that kind of thing and Malik you know he'll go home for holidays kind of stuff but if they're hanging around man let us get to know these guys that are the uh-huh. you know renewed and then and then the four <laughs> our four academy guys Let's uh, let's mm-hmm. party it up. Let's have them hanging out. And if there are amb- our ambassadors at this point, we want to get to know them. And I know that Luis Urbano, man, I would love to have you be in the marketing part of Sac Republic. Dude, you've got such brilliant ideas always. I've heard your ideas off 
you know, uh, behind the scenes, I, man, they, they'd hit it out of the park with you, having it, having you, you on the inside. So loving it. Awesome. Yeah. Th- thank you for the the plug in there. <laughs> I, I do have a lot of ideas and, you know, there's something that I always say with, with anything in life, right. But when it comes to sport franchises, if, if you get people who are, you know, really big fans of your franchise and they, they and they also know what, the, whatever it is that they're going to do, right. For the, the, the club, you got yourself an all-star team, right? Because if we believe in a cause, if we support something, we're going to give even more right to it because we want to see that brand succeed even more, right? And, and because we know more about it and we've been following it for a long time. And so anytime you see that, and even even if it's a player as well, right, that started out as a fan and now he's playing with us, I mean, that that is amazing. You know, that guy is going to give it his all for the team. But let's go ahead and take a look then at the players that were renewed and the ones that are leaving and then the ones that still up in the air. We don't really know too much about, but hopefully they give us some updates here soon because there's some really critical guys there. But uh, renewed, as as we've been uh, talking about already, Dan Casey, Duke LaCroix, Luis Felipe and Malik Foster. Uh, So let's first uh, kind of uh, zone in on these players before we talk about the other guys, too. But. Uh, what do you guys think of these guys? Do you agree with them, you know, being renewed? And uh, what what are your overall thoughts? I'm signing my overall thoughts on the four that, that, you know, got renewed. You guys can see the big heart. <laughs> these guys were at the top of my list. Dan Casey, Duke, Luis, and Malik. And I know Malik doesn't always resonate with everybody, but I saw the potential. I saw his speed. He had ball control. Uh, as well as speed. And so I know that he'll blossom. I, I I expect nothing but good things coming from him, especially if they get the rest of the guys to surround him. And I, I have, I mean, I'm like looking forward to talking about some of the other things, but I'll stop right there. Jared, what do you think? Well, I do like these uh, four that uh, we're keeping. I mean, Dan Casey, I mean, he's definitely thrown himself uh, and he sacrificed his body for saving the shot to trying to get a shot in. I mean, gr- granted, it's it might have taken a toll of him across the season. So it's definitely a well-earned off season for him to, to heal up because I know he's taken quite a few shots. Duke Lacroix, I mean, he's uh, maneuvered his way in and out to to, to be the man, the man on the spot. That's uh, so definitely a... Yeah, great work on his end. Luis Felipe, I mean, the, the, the man is a battering ram. I mean, ho- hopefully he doesn't uh, have back-to-back uh, yellow card seasons, but, you know, we'll see a bit. In a way, we kind of need that aggressiveness going towards the goal. That is something we have lacked uh, a lot of the season were it not for him. And then Malik Foster, the man is speed. I mean, he, he just – He's like the Aaron Fox of the soccer world for us. I mean, you just get him on the pitch and he's a blur. I mean, he gets down the field in, in, in a hurry. <laughs> Woo! I love Malik Foster. I just, we didn't get a chance to see much of him in the early season because he was injured. And now that he's healthy, dude, I mean, like the first time he played, Luis, you remember that? Remember yeah. when the, the first time we got a chance to actually see him? And we did, we nicknamed him New Car Smell, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because that's... we hadn't seen him, and and we didn't want that new car smell to go away because we loved it. I mean, you fall in love with that brand new shiny car, 
And it's like, don't let that new car smell wear off. We like this guy, right? So I think mm-hmm. he'll always be new car smell to us, right? <laughs> and then and then Luis Felipe, you know, everybody needs a hard man in the back. And you remember who used to do that in the very, very, very beginning for the Republic? It was even, uh, you know, Ivan Mirkovic. Um, he uh, was our uh, yes. And this is the role that Luis Felipe has been given, right? And, and I'll, I'll tell you what. Ivan was a little shorter than Luis Felipe. So we gained one thing with Luis that we didn't have with Ivan Merkovic, but Ivan saw the game so fast. He plugged every gap. He was incredible. And, and a lot of the guys pay homage to him. The guys that are departing when Ivan posts on social media, what a blessing it was. And that he gave much gratitude to the four guys, you know, that didn't get there, you know, they're on free agents. They all wrote back that he was like the maestro, that he was that guy that, that they respected that post from mm-hmm. him, that social media post. And, yep. and I'll tell you what, when you have, when you compare Luis Felipe to even Merkovic, those you're, you're getting a solid, you know, de- defensive back. He got yellow cards too. And he was supposed <laughs> to, that's his yeah. job. And so between Luis and Yvonne, it's like, finally, we've got that guy sitting in that spot that, that we've needed. We've needed that. We've needed that so badly and oh man it's going to be dreamy next year to have you know a, a um a defensive midfielder that's just a hard man that's willing to go crack somebody and <laughs> kind of walk away from it it's like he doesn't let his ire he doesn't let too many emotions he almost acts like an innocent schoolboy after he's cracked somebody it's like why what no i'm walking away from this it wasn't me it's like no dude that was a crack oh, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah sorry <laughs> uh, I'm also w- with you too. Uh, th- these four guys uh, highly deserve to be renewed. I mean, yeah, like you were saying, Sharon, if we had a list, these guys would probably be at the very top. And, you know, they've had probably multiple games where they're probably in man of the match without a doubt. Uh, maybe Malik a little less just because he came in, you know, a little bit later on New in the season. <laughs> uh, but I think all four really showed that they, they play for the crest at all points, I think, in the matches, right? Like, we saw a lot of moments like that and and whatnot. And, and yeah, true, Luis Felipe got all those yellow cards. But I, I really like that aggressiveness. And not just that, but also the fact that he wasn't afraid of shooting from anywhere. And the guy had a good strike. I mean, I don't know how long it's been since we've seen a guy like that that could pull long-distance shots like nothing and that has had multiple long-distance shot goals in the season. And so really excited to see see him back. And before the season started, uh, this I was like, this is one guy we need to keep an eye out on because he has some MLS experience. He had been with the Earthquakes for a couple of years. And I'd say this season he was our MVP. So super happy when I saw that his name was was on the list of, you know, coming to or coming back to Republic next season. Oh. Here's well, here's OK, Connor, tell Todd, tell Mark Briggs. Here's something that I would love to have the curtains pulled back on, right? When training starts, right? Mm-hmm. These guys have weird ass con- contests at training. You know, they have funky mm-hmm. contests. Okay. <laughs> so I want to see all the midfielders, defensive midfielders and defenders having these long range shot contests, you know, where mm-hmm. they're, uh, you know, they, they call it the crossbar contest and they, they have oh. n- different names. Um, yeah. But I want to, I want them to let us see, how some of these guys do these contests so that they get comfortable and they create muscle memory. But it's like, yeah, do the long range, hard shot 
contest and let us watch because we want to be able to cheer these guys on and watch them develop the skill that Luis Felipe seems to have. Dan Casey tried it, but remember what happened with Dan's? I think it 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 bonked on the keeper saved it. Remember that one that Dan had? He San Diego. Yeah, yep. he caught the mm. keeper cheating out and he saw it and he was making that long range shot, but yeah. at the last minute, I it was like he I was like a Nat's eyelash away. So I want to watch these guys make their contests because that's how they get better is they they have contests at training. So I want to I want to see that. So Connor, ask Todd to ask Mark or ask Mark. Let us see those. Let us come to a training when they're having their fun little contests or when they're playing table tennis or soccer, whatever, volleyball, you know, soccer, tennis. We want to see that stuff because that's fun. We want to cheer. And I already ha- have an idea as far as the long range competition. Winner gets a $50 card for Uber Eats and, and gets the nickname of Mr. Uber Eats because they deliver from long range. <laughs> oh, that would be, oh man, come on, Luis, you got to sell that at the marketing thing. Yeah. Dude, Jared, what a brilliant idea. And I pitch in the 50 bucks for the, you know, the Uber Eats freebie. <laughs> I would so pitch. Can you imagine if we could have like, drawings where we were all pitching money into a hat to get mm-hmm. the guys some fun like fun stuff like this sorry bleep um <laughs> it's off so season huh i said it's off season we can let it go <laughs> <laughs> oh you know louise is gonna keep it like clean he's gonna bleep me out i swear to god i've had do i have two bleeps already so if we yeah. had a tip a tip jar or whatever you call it the swear jar <laughs> Um, and all the money from the swear jar goes to Uber Eats or goes to a player, you know, goes to player con. Oh my God, we should be swearing up a storm, right? So we can fund these things, whatever. Dumbo. Well, that, that's a good idea, Jared. I, although I think it would probably be DoorDash. I think the team was partnering with them for oh, team yeah. store delivery. So yeah, it, that's it, true. it might be them. But it, hey, that, that still works out great. And Mm-hmm. You know, I think even beyond that, I think it'd be interesting if the team just lets us go to practices, right? Every now and then, I'm not saying like every single one, but open it up for the fans, right? For us to be there supporting and, and to see, right, some of those things and maybe even shout like, hey, try and shoot, right? If they're doing like some, like, I don't know, like a, you know, uh, reserves against the starting 11 little oh, like yeah. practice game. Oh, heck yeah. Let us heckle. Let us heckle our own guys. <laughs> So just an idea. (laughs) The best trainings when there's just Saturday matches, no in between matches, Tuesday. Let us come on a Tuesday because that's the day that they grind. It's either Tuesday or Wednesday where they have a bigger grind, you know, just because they've got to work a bunch of stuff out of their systems. And you know, one of those two days is going to be a longer session than the other. That would be fun. That'd be so much fun. That'd be fun. I like it. Connor. Connor, are you listening? We want that. <laughs> Don't just give us the videos. Yes, give us videos. You were doing a lot of that. Um, and the media team was, you know, show, showing videos of training sessions. And that was a lot of fun to watch all that. But, you know, yeah, invite us periodically, you know, like a drawing, like the first 50 people to respond to a blah, 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 get to come in. And, you know, people are workers. So mm-hmm. it's not, you know, it's not always that people can come, but it would be fun. Yeah. We'll take a day off. Anyhow, keep going, Luis. I know you wanted to get to the next part. All right. So let's take a look at the players that are definitely leaving. Uh, and then we'll look at, at, at the ones that, you know, are on standby or we really have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, 
So pretty long list, right? But I, I know we, we were starting with uh, Tomas Gomez. So no more banana hands. That's that's out of the picture. There might be a, a part two of banana hands if next season we see another goalkeeper like that. Um, unfortunately, Sharon's favorite, Pete, was gone. And I, I, I felt for you, Sharon, when yeah. I saw that, I was like, oh, no, I oh, she's not. She's probably not not feeling so good right now. Nope. <laughs> and, yeah. and then some of the ones that are, they just plainly said they do not plan to renew contracts for Carlton Belmar, uh, Rafa Diaz, Shannon Gomez, Jaime BRL, Jordan McCrary, much missed, I got to say, uh, Andrew Wheeler Omunu, and Fatayo Lashe that we kind of already saw, saw it coming, right? Because we didn't even hear anything about, about him for a really long time. Um, and so all these players, their contracts actually expire uh, November 30th, which is when USL championship officially ends. And so after November 30th, they will no longer be a Sac Republic player. And we'll probably start hearing rumblings of like where they'll be going to next and, and whatnot. And, and not just that, but we'll probably have them on the podcast as well. So we're making a bad situation into oh. a good situation, by the way. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I know your first interview is going to want to be um, Jaime, but my f- or Jordan, but my first one, I, I well, besides Jordan, I would want to have um, be Andrew and and Carlton and Rafi, and maybe we can get a you know like what we did with uh, Matt and um, Drew, Matt Mahoney and Mr. Drew, Drew Scandrich. We had yeah. them on together. Yeah, we had them mm-hmm. on together. So let's see who the you know these guys are all buddies. You know these guys that were 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 released. They're all they're all buddies for the most part. Um, so that'll be interesting to, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm really bummed out with uh, the list of the, uh, the folks that have gone through. I mean, I mean, for, for Ty, Osh, I, mean, I know we didn't really get to see a whole lot of them. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's reasons behind that, but I mean, to see folks like uh, Jaime officer Rafi, I mean, Shannon, Jordan, AWO and Carlton. I mean, it's, I, I really don't want to see these guys go, but uh, but those of us that have been fans of Republic FC and USL in general know that this is the world of second tier soccer. I mean, there there there's going to be releases that we're not going to agree with, but ultimately it's a business. I mean, we just have to enjoy their presence while we can, and when they make the big move outside, you know, just cheer them on and hope for greatness. But, I mean, all we can do is just cheer them on when they're on our, on our team and when they're moving on to, to another project in life, you know, just keep, keep at them, you know, just cheer them on. But uh, it's, it's, it's going to hurt seeing uh, a lot of these uh, folks uh, not in the club anymore after the 30th. Yeah. I think the one that hurt me the most really was Jordan. I mean, this guy, yeah. he played for the crest and uh, I'll have to say it again, right? We're never going to forget that save that he did right this season where he took that ball that was must have been shot at like super intense speeds, right? Like nothing, right? He just like just saw it coming. He just made sure he hit the ball way as far away as possible. And I, I was shocked. I mean, the, the guy... <laughs> The guy stood up back and he was playing as if like that hadn't happened, right? Like, and so you like to see players like that, that they have that kind of strength to just keep going. And that, you know, again, they're going to play for the team. They know that 
they know the situation, they know what they got to do, and and that's that's what they're doing. So it, it's a shame that he was let go. And uh, yeah, no, we wish him the best of luck. I think he's gonna make it into MLS. I, I you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him in MLS next season too. So, who Jordy? Yeah, Jordy. Okay, I mean, I I see what you see, but if you know, and as a defender, they can age longer. I mean, they can play longer as a defender. But I thought he already had a couple stints in the Emma in MLS. Yeah, he 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 was with the, the Sounders too, right? When they were called Sounders too at the time. And yeah. so for, for that, I, I think I mean I could I could see him making a comeback. I want Sorry. him. <laughs> I would want that for him. I would totally want that for him. You have no idea how much I would want that for him based on what he did for us. I you know, I just I don't I don't know why the Sounders didn't keep him. I mean, look what he did for us. It's like, why wouldn't the Sounders want that as well? He's he's like He's, I don't want to say, I don't want to liken him to a Steve Chirondolo or DeMarcus Beasley, you know, but he's, he's not that big outside back kind of guy, but he plays as though he is, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so, but then you have these other outside backs and Emma used to be one of ours. Emma's bigger than, you know, uh, Jordan, you know, he's like oh, a man. head taller than <laughs> not a head taller, but he's quite a bit taller. And for a while he was playing the outside back for Precky. And, and so to have smaller guys, now Duke is taller than Jordan. I don't want to say height matters because it, for Jordan, it did not. Um, Jordan played, you know, as though he was way taller than everybody because his hops were incredible and he could out, you know, he headed the ball. He got many, he was able to stay on guys that were six, one, six, two, and he's not. So, you know, I, I really appreciated what he brought to the team and his uh, determination, but really, honestly, you, you, Gosh, I would I would love that for him to be MLS again. Oh my goodness, that would be just so fabulous for him to get picked up on an MLS squad and then to get playing time. Not just like Nashville. Um, you know, uh, Matt Matt Lagrassa went to Nashville and he gets played periodically. Um, I would love to see you know Matt play longer. But same with Jordan, if he got picked up MLS, play play him. Because that's that's the guy you want. You want that guy on the field because he mm-hmm. will play for any crest he's playing for. I'm gonna miss him because I, I love his uh I love Audrey, his his gal. She's incredible. She's incredible. I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss the both of them. Yeah. And then of course not to leave anyone else out, right? But we are gonna miss uh the all the other guys too. And and you know, again, oh of course. It, it's just a it's of just course. a shame that you know the, these things have to happen and yeah, but but we are definitely going to get some interviews down and Sharon. Yeah, we're going to start <laughs> but once December 1st yeah. hits, we're going to start working on some of these. So for all of our listeners, we're going to get some of these guys on. I mean, our, our goal is to get all of them if we're able to contact them and you know they're OK with being on uh, is, you know, to have them on, you know, talk, talk about their time with the Republic, all, all the great memories that we have about them and uh it, it's it's going to be awesome. So be be on the lookout for that um, sometime in December, January time frame. So let's go ahead and take a look at, at more players too, right? So we have some academy guys who are also going to be um, remaining under contract for next season. So Hayden Sarges, Mario Pinagos, and Rafa Jaregui are, are players that are going to be joining the other four guys that we mentioned before. Um the only question mark I have here, right, especially when it comes to academy guys that we're more familiar with, right, because there's some that 
match. Yeah, we saw maybe like one match or we saw him, you know, make an appearance in the bench and whatnot. But we don't see one guy here. I don't know if you guys noticed that. The guy that scored the best goal, Juju. So what do you guys think? What is going on? Do you guys think he's going to go out on loan like I suggested? Or are we just going to just, I don't know, maybe is he just going to move on to another USL squad? Huh. I hadn't noticed that Juju wasn't mentioned. That would be a question for Connor. What about that? <laughs> um, seriously, what what about that? Um, maybe he's going to go overseas. I mean, a lot of these guys will p- go, they're willing to go play second or third tier overseas somewhere, even though it may not be a ton of money. The experience overseas and the visibility is far greater than if they stayed at the USL championship level. So it could be that he's putting in, you know, um, a bid to go to a bid to go, you know? Uh, so that'd be interesting. Connor, go do some research for us and, and get back to us and tell us what's going on. <laughs> Poor Connor. We, he has a laundry list of, of things. I hope to goodness you listen. Um, and you know, yeah, that's so funny. Interesting. Interesting. He's not even on the list. Huh? Yeah, I, I know. Right. Yeah. But, uh, but you know what, what, remember what we said about the guys that are still being kept, you know, we want to see Hayden get more seasoning and work on his weaknesses, you know, make him make, make himself stronger in the areas where, you know, he kind of fumbled a little bit this season. And we were very, uh, um, we were very pointed in, in our, we didn't really criticize, but we, we pointed out what we would want different from him. And I hope mm-hmm. to goodness he doesn't take any of that personally because it's, it's strictly soccer. You know, we, we see a difference between how he plays and how Nabi played. And, oh, my gosh, I just wish, you know, Nabi wasn't with Minnesota and that we could actually pick him up for reals. But um, he's getting paid way more with Minnesota than he is at the USL championship level. So bless his heart. Um but then Rafa didn't even get much playing time. And that was one of the other things. It's like, you know, these guys need to get seasoned. They need, they need time. And are they going to go play for a, a, you know, are we going to loan them out to get more playing time? Or are we going to play them more? Or how's that going to work? And then Mario, he just needs to not play like a tiny guy. He needs to play like a big guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because he, he, he got, he was super on the ball. He's great. His skills on the ball, you know, they rival some of the best that we've seen. However, he gets knocked off the ball really easily. Mm-hmm. So it's like, don't lose the ball. As Joe Barrico, who's a former teammate of Pele, um, he would always say, don't lose the ball. Don't lose the ball. That's the number mm-hmm. one thing you do when you're playing through the midfield or where, wherever you are. Don't lose the ball. And Mario, that's all we say. Don't lose the ball. Don't get bumped off the ball. You know, keep working both sides of the ball. Beef up a little bit on the upper body. Um you know, we love you and, and want to see you keep excelling and, you know, I have nothing but high praise for you. You came in at a time when we needed you, when there were some other things going on with the club and you, you did well. So we want to see you keep going. Yeah, that's, that's well said. And I know I, I kind of converted you into more of a Mario supporter mid season, <laughs> uh, which is, yeah, you, which converted. Is, yeah. <laughs> you, you totally converted me. You, yep. Yep. But, but I do have to say, like, he, he does have to, you know, focus, you know, on his game a little bit more. I know, like, towards the end of the season, at the same time, he didn't get that many playing opportunities. But when he did, he wasn't at the level that we saw him earlier in the season. So maybe, you know, some adjustments could be made there to help him get back to that level that we saw him previously. 
And uh, Rafa Jarek, we really hope that he gets more opportunities because in this last game, I don't know if you guys remember, there was one play where, I mean, the, the guy, it almost seemed like he was like a veteran of the game. He had a really good play. And for a guy his age to have that ability is is really promising. And so hopefully he gets more of that opportunity now that he'll be making a comeback here with the team next year. And and yeah, the question mark with, with Juju is, is what's going on there. And like I said before, again, if you have to loan it, loan him out, loan him out, please don't just like let him go and just lose him like that. And I would also say the same thing for any other of the Academy guys that has at some point made an appearance in the bench, or maybe they gave him a couple of minutes in a game or something. And we don't mention it here because, you know, they haven't been like a regular um, loan him out. Right. If, if you're not planning on giving him as much time as the player needs, then it doesn't hurt to loan him out anywhere. Right. It could be to another USL squad, uh, uh, like you were saying, Sharon, a second, third, fourth division in Europe. Like that helps. I mean, even a fourth division in Europe could do so much for a player development and, and the experience that they can gain from being over there could just help them out so much. So, yeah, just make sure that they're getting their playing time because nothing's worse than not being able to play as much and other teams might actually give them more of that playing time. So I'm just saying the team needs to take a look at that. So let's go ahead and look at some of the players. I love it. I can't wait to talk about the guys, (laughs) the bubble guys, the bubble guys. (laughs) Oh, right. Oh, oh, it's been a while since I've heard the the bubble. I remember the bubble guy movie. Um, But yeah, let's take a look at those bubble guys. (laughs) Um, So we don't know what's going on with them. I, I hope we get good news because th- these would be a big shocker to, I think, any fan, right? Because I think these guys are fan favorites and we, we would be even much more disappointed than anyone else. I think if we were to lose these guys, but we got Derek Formella, Tucker Bone, Emil Cuello, and Carlos Saldana um, in the list of the guys who, you know, they're... They're still waiting to see if they could negotiate with them. And it's it worries me a little bit just seeing them on this list, right? Because, you know, there's always that chance that they might not reach an agreement, right? Maybe one party wants a salary raise, which could be the case for like a dark Formella who's been already with us for a while. And so I don't know. How, how do you guys feel about, about these four guys here in, in limbo basically right now? Yeah, I mean... I seriously hope we can keep dark. I mean, he's, he's definitely proven to be uh Mr. Clutch uh, in, in the right situations for us. I mean, not only this season, but in seasons past Tucker bone, he had an amazing start to the season until the injury hit. And hopefully he, he comes back stronger than ever before. I mean, cause that is a man we could have used for the rest of the season. If he was still on the, on the pitch, you know, without that injury, who knows? We we might be watching, uh, getting ready for match day today. Uh, Emil Cuello, definitely a bargain on, on the trade with, with on the uh, transfer with Mitch. I'm hoping we get to keep him and get rid get rid of uh, Tainter uh, with, with the same transaction. And Carlos Saldana, pleasantly surprised. I was thinking that he he might not. Uh, be as big as he has, but he has come through in so many occasions. So I think, well, right now, given the fact that we will no longer have a Tomas Gomez and Rafi Diaz after November 30th, I mean, he's he's going to have to to take that uh, number one spot to, for the goalkeeper session. So I'm I'm hoping we can keep him because 
if we don't get to Saldana on the roster, who are we going to get to the mind the net uh, this next season? Because we've, we'll be short three big names uh, between the pipes. So we're going to have to get something set up. So I couldn't agree with you more, but Jared, here's my thing. I hope that as much as I love having people listen to our podcast, if there's an MLS club that is listening to us, stop right now. Just turn the volume off. Just go away. Go away. Because we don't want you picking up our Carlos as your, you know, backup keeper or your main keeper. We want him first. And here's what I would say. I know that Kevin Nagel is going to be spending more this year on players. I know it. I know it in my heart. I know he's probably they're going to do a really good job in the off season of acquiring players. And so I know that they're going to be able to offer a decent wage. And, you know, I would just tell Carlos, you live in Vallejo, man, don't move away. We want you here. We want you local. So, so, so play with us, you know, play with us, just ignore any MLS, you know, BS out there. You don't want them right now. You want us and give us another solid year. We think with you in the net, Carlos, we can do much more magic. And your confidence was phenomenal. I swear to God, the kid, I have not seen that confidence coming in from a mid-year signing. I've never seen it before. I have never seen somebody just come in and take it over. Now, Rafa exhibited a little bit of it last year um, when we, when all of a sudden, like when Quinn went out, it's like we had, Rafa step in and he exuded confidence. He just was our guy last year. And now this year it's Carlos. Carlos came in, boom, just hands down. He was the guy. Uh, Yeah. I I completely agree with you all too. Uh, I mean, Carlos, it's so amazing how much of an impact he did in such a short amount of time. Right. And, and I always say it, right. I mean, he came in as the emergency signing and, so our surprise now we're like, yeah, this guy should be our, our first goalkeeper. Um, but what I do have to say is that like, I, I am actually kind of disappointed that we didn't actually have him already signed right next to the four guys that they mentioned as, as already confirmed for next year, because we're running into that situation again with the goalkeepers. And that, that's been the story of our lives for the past two years. Right. With mm-hmm. all the that. difference. The difference, we exercised the contract options for those four guys. We had them under a two-year contract. With Carlos, we had him as an emergency signing. So we we didn't have him as a, a continued contract. We didn't have him as a long-term. So so you know they're working their freaking tails off behind the scenes mm-hmm. to make it work. You know they are doing it. Because even Todd said, we're doing whatever it takes. We're going to do whatever it takes to get him back. And 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 then to see them say the same thing about Emil, Derek, and Tucker, like that's good stuff too. It's like do what it takes to get those guys back on the field and back with us because they're solid. Those those all four of those guys that they're in contract and negotiations with. It's like if I need to pay, well, I don't want to pay more for it's already expensive enough. But I mean, it's like if I need to get three more couples to join or you know whatever be season ticket holders i will do what i can if that if that's going to help cover you know expenses if we all go out and convince Mm -hmm. somebody to buy season tickets or talk to a sponsor a potential sponsor you know like they brought in the uh i forget who what his name is name escapes me the former legislator or whatever his name was um they brought in some other people to try to get more 
money into the club besides Kevin Nagel, but I know Kevin himself, they're going to spend the money. They're going to, they're going after these guys. And and mm-hmm. I hope to goodness we're successful. Cause I, I don't want to see them go anywhere else. Everybody else is doing all the other clubs are doing what we're doing, you know, MLS clubs included. So it's like freaking stop listening to us. MLS just don't, you know, <laughs> if, if you're not going to let us in, stop pilchering from us. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> If you're not going to let us in, stop. Well, that was our own freaking doing. We didn't have anybody sign on the freaking dotted line. Note to self. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. The worst mistake ever. But oh. uh, yeah, but, you, you know, I think it's really important for them to keep these guys because it's more expensive to bring in. I mean, I'm, we're, of course, we're going to bring in more players and whatnot, but you always run into the risk, right, that they're not going to fit the system. Right. right. And, and we've seen that happen in the past. But these guys, we know that they play their heart out anytime they're out on the pitch. Right. right. They enjoy playing the game that they've given some amazing performances. And so, you know, you got to do all you can to make sure you keep him, because right. if we go out and look for other guys similar to these guys, the they risk. may not work out. Yeah. And uh, if, if it pays off, great. But you just never know. Right. And then we follow up around into another season like this one where we had guys and we were trying to figure them out. Like, are they going to fit the system or not? And so, yeah. Yeah. But uh, one, one benefit though, it, even if we do bring in somebody new, they're going to be the, and, and Pete was that Pete was that way, you know, Pete, and then he's gone. Um, they are the hire of the current gaffer. So Mark Briggs has basically swept the slate clean and is only bringing in guys that are working for him and don't have any ghosts in the, you know, it's really hard to play. It's, it's hard for somebody who's managing the entire team to have guys that remember what it was like before with different coaches. So it's like when you hire your own staff, they're the loyalty or the willingness to, you know, follow the order because that's the guy who hired you. It might be better. And so, uh, granted, it would be a crapshoot, but Pete was that crapshoot and he didn't work out in the system. So, you know, it is what it is. But you're right. You're right, Luis. I think the guys that are on the bubble, I mean, if we count the four that are staying, the four that are on the bubble, and then the four, three academy guys, maybe four, I mean, that's already 11 or 12 guys returning whom we already know and whom we think Mark can work well with. And then, you know, they just need to get up to, they usually like to carry a roster of 20, 21 right in there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't always like to go up to 23 on the roster. And, you know, the reason being is then what do you do with all these extra guys? And that's a lot of money. So, you know, hopefully they'll get up to a good number. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of fun stuff around the corner for us to look forward to, you know, these new signings. And I just can't wait for this podcast to air because I can't wait for Connor to (laughs) go back and just keep asking more questions. Come on, Connor. Come on. We we love the fact that you are doing really tough questions and talking to Mark Briggs and talking to um, the GM. And, you know, we, we don't care who you talk to. Just get them on here and let's, let's have a chat, bring in some of the players that are sticking around. Luis Felipe is probably hanging out. I mean, he's got an apartment. He's got a dog. And, uh, you know, we want to, we want to hang out with, we want to hang out and hear about them. So looking forward to it. Yeah, that, that's true. Um, yeah. So that, that's what we got now. And, and of course you can expect hopefully over 
the next uh, month that we start hearing more news about these guys and and who gets signed and maybe they, they keep it as a surprise till Christmas, huh? Just to give us a little Christmas present, like oh by the way, <laughs> we got the guys. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Um, so here's something Luis here's something use your marketing brain and think of three things that they need to do maybe not so much about players but mm -hmm. three things that the the club can do you know ahead of the holidays or around Thanksgiving that kind of stuff and and you need to share that with them and I know sometimes it's like weird because it's like the minute you share a really cool thing with them and all of a sudden it's like they run it and they do it and it's like hey that was my idea but (laughs) I, I, at the end of the day, they need our ideas. They need our input. So, Luis, you're 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 down. You gotta. So, they need to come up with something new in the shop. I would say, you know, something new on sale, and you know, mm. not the traditional, you know, whatever. So, something new that way, and then a couple of other things that are that are fun for the holidays, like even a holiday party that includes us. Oh. Yeah, that would be a blast because I know yeah. they always have a holiday party, but it's usually just for themselves, you know, the front office and the and the players that are sticking around. But I would say open it up. Let's have a let's have kind of a, a fun holiday party. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that would be pretty fun if they did that. Um, I really want them to bring back the uh, the sales that they usually do, right? The holiday sales and, and the really good discounts they give out and one thing actually I really liked last year was the fact that we can actually buy a surprise pack, right? That oh, potentially yeah. included oh, a, yeah. a game worn jersey. That was really fun. I got that and it, it was like I got a, it's like I got myself a Christmas present that I had no idea what it would be, right? Because it was just a surprise box with all kinds of different things. So bring that, please. And you know what? I know what they did last year. I think I don't know if it was Kevin Burdick or Connor or who who thought of it, but it's like if you dropped off. Gosh, was it last year, or the year before? If you dropped off like a, a a donation for the whatever homeless, I don't remember what it was. It was like if you drop some stuff off, new to- I don't remember. Was it toys? Do you remember that? Yeah, and they they gave you a bag, and it was like a, a swag bag. And mm-hmm. and Connor, I know, uh, no, it was Noah made sure that my swag bag had some cool thing in it. But you kn- you didn't know what was going to be in your swag bag, and you know you open it up, it's like oh my god out of this or whatever Mm -hmm. i think that would be really cool and that would encourage the community to come out and you know do a do a fun donation so i would love to see that so that's two things um you know a holiday party with all of us even if it's outdoors on the bridge remember when they did that bridge party um in you know when they were showing the location and and it was a meet the team event but it had all kinds of stuff going on and it was on the Seventh Street overpass or fifth, I forget what it was. It was on the overpass in Sacramento and they closed it down because it wasn't used at the time. And they closed it down and we had the full run of that. That was a blast and it was all outdoors. <laughs> and they used to do that also on uh the the old location. They closed the street down on 17th and they had just a party, a huge party. And there was beer and there was stuff and you know, everybody was out there and it was a loads of fun. So I can see that. Yeah. It'd be fun. I think there's all kinds of things they can do to interact with the fans in the off season. Hopefully they do something right. We'll definitely be giving them more ideas as, <laughs> as we record more shows, as we think about more, because we do want to see more happen. And, you know, you need that engagement to grow the club and to grow fans and, and bring more people out to just the events that are going on right before games. That's one idea, right? It's like get people to come out to your events 
And then they'll actually probably go to games next season, right? Because now they know more about mm-hmm. the team and they feel more like welcomed, right? It's almost like a club of sorts, right? You're letting them into the club, you're letting them get to know you, and now they're gonna go watch your games, right? So I, I think it's it's a good way to like develop that like fan uh who you know might not be as familiar with Sac Republic and all that. So it helps it helps them too with that. Um so let's go ahead and, and look at one last thing on this episode. Um and that is, let's talk about some of the players that we feel like we want to snag for this next season. And we'll probably be talking more about these as, as the months progress. But uh, just to start us off with this uh, segment, Sharon, who, who's a player or two that like, you can think of right away that you're like, I, I want to sign this guy. If we have more of a budget, let's get this guy right now and have him wear in the Sacramento Republic jersey already. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. So, so I have no idea what the status is of um, the San Jose earthquakes or any of their, their guys. I know they're going to keep some guys, but I think it'd be really fun to have Tommy Thompson come back to us, but he's making way more money playing MLS, but he will be like a real fun, real fun signing for us. Cause he's playing in the outside back position right now. So if you think about that, that would be fun. And, and, and I'm not going to spoil your thunder, Luis, as far as who you would love to get snagged, because um, <laughs> I already know that <laughs> we just had a live podcast. Anyhow, um, but yeah, I think it would be fun to get Tommy back in with us. And then um, who was it that plays for Orange County that used to play for um, Reno that it was the one that oh. got away? Oh, yeah. Your favorite, uh, Brent Richards. I'm- well, Brent. Oh, of course, Brent Richards. Oh, my God. Um, uh, yeah, if we could get Brent Richards. But he kind of plays a little bit of the role that Luis Felipe plays, but he plays more of an Andrew uh, role. And what Andrew was doing, what Pete was doing, he kind of plays that guy. So it would be fun to to bring him in. But there's also the striker. Um, gosh, what's his name? I was going to say, if we still had Cam on the roster, we need to bring back Thomas and Voltson. Those two were a tandem. They were. Thomas is getting a little long in the tooth, however, so I don't <laughs> I don't know what his future looks like. And he was pretty he got a pretty bad injury this year. Adam mm-hmm. John. It'd be kind of fun to have an Adam John back in. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, Adam yeah. John would be a blast, just you know, as the as that guy. But then I also look at how uh Derek Darius Formello plays and they're kind of similar. So I would pick if I was to pick one over the other, I'd almost go with our known quantity of Derek. Um, you know, because it just creates such magic and he already has the chemistry with the coach and he already has the chemistry with the guys that are staying around. So um, if I had to pick one, cause they're kind of similar, I'd, I'd pick Derek. Anyhow, Luis, who would you bring? <laughs> well, I- I'm going to state the the obvious one right, right away. Let's just get that one out of the way. <laughs> William Bishop, who we just had on our live show, like, you know, already yeah. proven to, to do great and not just during his time with Sacramento, but just this last season with OKC, like, he was still on fire, so I'm like, you know, no brainer, right? Like he, he did good. I'm not just saying it because he was a Sacramento before. Um, another guy, which uh, I highly doubt that he's available, right? But you know, in the event that he was just signed for one year, great, right? And since we're going all out, let let's go for it. Um, he's actually a well-known guy in the USL uh, Championship League. Um, plays for Louisville City, Cameron Lancaster. He's been like just scoring goals left and right, and so. If we could get him, I mean, he's 29 years old. Uh, he, he's still got a couple of years uh, left in him. That would be amazing because you're getting a guy who has scored so many goals and 
knowing fully knowing that we need a lot of good forwards now, now that, you know, Cameron's out and Carlton's out, Derek hopefully is not going to be out as well, but if he's out as well, you've got to make sure that you get strikers that are proven in the game and what better than getting some guys who are, are doing really good in the USL championship and, and are, are more at our price range, right? Any player in our league is probably more around that. Another guy that would be awesome if he came back, we had him on the podcast as well, Joaquin Rivas. Uh, I know with us, scoring-wise, he <laughs> unfortunately didn't really get the goals that we wanted him <laughs> to get, but he's been doing pretty good with Tulsa. He had a really good goal cup with El Salvador, so if he could come back, I think that would be really, really cool. Again, I don't know what his situation is uh, contractual-wise, right, because he just got to FC Tulsa this year. So, you know, I was going to... I was going to name him, but I thought age wise, you know, cause he is a little bit older now and I, because he's one of my favorites. I mean, he, I know him personally. I worked for him essentially, mm-hmm. you know, when he was a player here, um, I, I, I worked for him because when you're working in team admin, you're essentially working for the players, you're working for the you know manager and the, and the, and the coach. And I, I would have, I would love to have Rivas back. I mean, the dude's got a left peg that, you know, he's, his left foot is awesome, but which foot does Malik play with? Is it a lefty or a righty, you know? <laughs> so it's kind of like, do you want two lefties on the team? It's kind of, you've got to kind of distribute your left and your right footers a little bit. So if we're keeping Malik, is he a left foot guy or is he a right foot guy or is he a both kind of guy? Um, I'm trying to remember how, when his best shots were from his left or his right foot, I don't remember, but we all know Rivas is deadly with the left and he's, He's very deliberate with his playing. Um, I, you know, I, I, I honestly think he's a hard, I think he can be like a hard man. He's not just your basic um, fall down striker kind of guy. The, what we saw with um, Jerome, when he came in as a sub, he was kind of like that fall down striker, but that's not, Mm -hmm. that's not um, Joaquin Mavis. Joaquin Mavis doesn't go down. I mean, if he does, he's injured. Um, so yeah, it'd be, that would be a fun one. That would be a fun one. I'm wish I would have said it, but I'm glad you did. So way to go. Jared. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I would agree with uh, Joaquin Rivas. I mean, he has d- uh, done a major turnaround of FC Tulsa. I mean, mm-hmm. in, in its first year under that moniker, I mean, they, it, I've already had a meme previously as far as with, <laughs> with the Tulsa Roughneck slash FC Tulsa that first year, how, Anytime we played them, if we didn't draw, we end up always beating them. But thanks to, to Joaquin Rivas being on that FC Tulsa roster, they've finally gotten into the playoffs. So I would love to have him back. And, you know, there is one guy that I got to mention as well. And <laughs> this one's likely not going to happen, right? But I have to also mention him because he is going to be playing later tonight. And uh, that's our uh, good old Roro. <laughs> like, you know, he's... Even though at his age, I know it'd be like a third comeback, and it seems like highly unlikely. But I mean, the guy had a good season with RGB Toros to the point where they're in semifinals now. And who would have thought that, right? Mm-hmm. And he's proven everyone so wrong. And again, we have no idea the exact reasons why he ended up actually leaving and what happened right there. But regardless, he's showing that on the pitch, he still got it. He still got that level, and. <laughs> I don't know. It might just be a dream of mine to see him retire with Sac Republic, but I'm just saying it'd be kind of nice to have him back on and uh, 
hopefully, you know, it's a third time's a charm, right? They say third time is a charm. <laughs> so coach, if you're listening or if someone could relay that message to him, give people a second chance. I don't know what happened, but this guy still got it and you're seeing it, right? With with what's been going on. And he got let go uh, and, you know, beat Phoenix. And I mean, that's that's that says a lot. If we could bring Emra Clementa back, it would be great. But I mean, he's such mm-hmm. an open roots guy. The chances of that are like a snowflake in hell. He's not going to be back. He loves yeah. it there. I mean, he is so in, into that system. You know, to, to bring him back here would be kind of weird um, for him. But it would be great for us, but weird for him. But anyhow. Yeah. So let's, uh, you know, over over the between the next the next podcast and now, let's kind of all kind of take a look at who's available on the, on the transfer market and who's coming out of college and, you know, some of the bright, shiny stars that are out there and maybe we'll have another list of who would you snag. Um, and then we also have to listen to Connor because Connor's going to put his wish list together in his next podcast. And I'd love to hear his wish list. Um, so Connor, if you're hearing ours, feel free to steal our wish list. And then also a quick PSA for my fellow Native Americans. When we say snag, it doesn't mean that kind of snag. We mean as in acquire from free agency or other clubs, not as in hooking up as we we use the term snag. So let's put it it that way. As in hooking up. So just putting it out there. (laughs) Oh, Oh. all right. So who would you acquire? Okay. Very good. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 thanks for letting us know. I, I that was not even aware of that either. Uh, Yikes. Between this and the next show, let's uh, also maybe take a look at some goalkeeper options. And and I think it would be ideal if it was like a goalkeeper that has a name for themselves in whatever league they play at, right? But uh, even if it's heck, even if it's a veteran goalkeeper, right? We know we know their position is a long one, right? I mean, there's goalkeepers that play until they're like early 40s and so i think it would be mm-hmm. good to also have either good backup goalkeeper or I, i'm sorry to carlos right but if we get you know a veteran goalkeeper that you know has a lot of experience playing then even potentially a first uh goalkeeper to have some uh you know reliability with both of our keepers but we definitely need to look at that more closely because injuries happen and we can't run into the same mistakes that we ran in previous seasons where, you know, we had maybe two goalkeepers and then one got injured. And then now we're like, Oh, we need to go out and look for a second goalkeeper who who was not our Academy guy, nothing against, right? Like I think you mentioned earlier, Sharon, but we just need to have some reliable goalkeepers right now. And if open cup comes back around, then yeah, yeah, that's fine. Give other goalkeepers a chance, but we need to make sure we're good for any circumstance. So there you go. All awesome. right. Well, this has been a wonderful podcast. Luis, thank you always for being the backbone of our podcast. But I, I think the elders here are starting to get a little sleepy. I am included <laughs> in that list, mostly leading that list of elders. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. The, oh, ah, J- Jared. Jared. Yeah, I, I got at least one, I got one more of these, but I don't know how it's going to hold up. So the uh, Arizona Energy ones. Oh. Hey, dude, for now, you don't even have to have another one. We're we're <laughs> wrapping it up and we're going to we're going to say sayonara. That, that sounds good. And I'm going to go and get some food because I 
I'm, I'm getting pretty hungry myself. I know you guys don't relate to that right now, but <laughs> now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> Not at all. Nope. Uh, great. Well, thank you, Sharon, Jared, for um, spending your Saturday afternoon here with us and actually talking about all these situations that have gone about. Um, and thank you so much to all the people who listen to our show and uh, who always support us. Uh, we really appreciate it, as we always like to say. And you keep motivating us to do more of these shows, especially during the off season, which uh, we'll have much more interviews. And if you haven't heard the last interview, go check it out, please. We interviewed Abby Fangold. Uh, it's been doing pretty good. I got to say it's gotten a lot of traction just all across social media. Different groups have been resharing it and all that. And we've gotten already a lot of listens. So thank you so much to everyone who listened to it. And again, if you haven't heard it yet, it's really awesome. In fact, it's Sharon's favorite interview that we've ever done. And so go go check it out, please. And we are going to be having more interviews. And I have to say, just to give you guys a little bit of a hint uh, of sorts, right? I'm not going to say who, who it's with or what, but we are going to be interviewing uh, a club, uh, which is, um, I'd say they, they're basically almost considered professional, uh, but they're a brand new club in the Central Valley. And, uh, you know, surely one that we'll be keeping a close eye on because if we have an open cup, we might be playing against this team and it might be like a little mm. rivalry of sorts um, in terms of like a, a rebirth of the Highway 99 Classic. So Woo! be on the lookout for that. Uh, that might be our next interview that we do. I'm actually just coordinating a day and a time with them and, and we'll get more details out on what that's about. Excellent. Well done. Everyone have a good night. Mm. And uh, we'll see you next week here on State of the Republic podcast. Cue the music. <laughs> yeah. So take our ideas. Dead. We're going to keep Sorry. giving y'all. Is anybody ideas. awake there? Oh. Jared, did you fall asleep? Is that the camera? No. Huh? Oh, oh. Like <laughs> no, no, I'm still here. His camera just froze for a second there. I was um, you. I, yeah, I haven't frozen, have I? Just no. for a quick second. Or maybe it was just on my side, but I, I saw you just like staring up at the sky for. Oh, just, like, you know, think, just, just oh. <laughs> thinking, you know? Oh, oh maybe. maybe. <laughs> I should be recording a lot of the things that don't get recorded, but... <laughs> that should have oh, been like... recorded, but all right. <laughs> you mean like Jared's single fan? Wait, how many fans do you have, Jared? No, the, the fan pun I had probably would have been more for the After Dark crowd. Get, <laughs> getting the pun. <laughs> oh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> Literally, we just started recording it already. We're, we're very punny today. We're very, very punny. <laughs> Jared and I have full bellies. We have no idea about Luis. We don't even know if he's had breakfast or brunch yet, but, but Jared and I are about ready for the food coma, so we should get this thing going. <laughs> if you hear me snoring, if it's snoring, it's probably Jared. If there's, like, long, dead space, that's got to be me. <laughs> And this is what happens when you do a podcast on a belly full, full of random pizzas uh, throughout Phoenix and at least three uh, Mexican lagers. Oh. oh, way to go, Jared. That was me yesterday. Oh, my God. Pizza and beer after during a bike ride. Yeah, that was a good way to way to fall asleep on the couch. And of course, the only way the only way to do it was where it was me wearing my blood, sweat, beers shirt. <laughs> of course. That is the best shirt. I swear to God, sometimes Sac Republic hits it out of the park with their, you know, their merchandise. 
And we've got to start feeding them some ideas for cool merchandise. You know, they've really flipped over to this community side of things, you know, where it's like, I love it. I love what they're doing for the community, but come on, let's get back to some real uh, real stuff and have some fun things on our shirts, like blood, sweat, beers, and, you know, whatever. Like JFD, oh my God. Um, no, JFDI or, or um, uh, what's the other one? LFG. They need to have yeah. shirts that have those acronyms on it. And then, you know, our stuff, Indomitable Club. <laughs> it's like, you know what JFDI is, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Luis? I have no idea. No. Just freaking do it, but it's not freaking. Oh, okay. All right. I see. Yeah. All right. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a take, it's, a, it's a spinoff on the swoosh. You know, you just add uh, one more word in there. and. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> it's not just do it. It's like... Yeah. Well, to, to answer the question earlier, I I've only had snacks uh, at that for that same reason because I, I do get into a food coma if I eat too much. So it looks like after ten minutes recording, it might just be me talking. So we'll see. If you guys can hold on. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> All right. No, uh, I've, I've got a, I've got some I've got a couple of things. I you know, there's definitely we have had you know, three or four or five days worth of information filling our brains, you know, between the USA Mexico match, you know, from the roster moves and everything like that. So Luis, why don't you go ahead and introduce our podcast so we can actually start. (laughs) All right.